So here we are, on the road again. Though this is no Willie Nelson song, unless he had some deep cuts about alternate realities and dangerous monsters. Trip, or John the Tripper, or whatever he's calling himself now, is riding bitch with Jack Walker, a man I just met and that's been thrust into this nightmare alongside of us. Although, all things being equal, he's brought a much more dangerous adversary to our party, in the form of night runners, beasts with superior senses, strength, and stamina, their only seeming weakness being the sun. Tripp and I brought your more mundane zombie, maybe a few of their faster cousins that we call speeders. How jaded is that? I'm calling zombies mundane. I guess I'm just a little more stressed out than normal. How could I not be? We've been pulled from a nightmare world and forced into whatever this outlandish place is. We now have three deadly enemies to contend with, including the Whistlers. But come the fuck on. All I can think is that I must have bitch-slapped a god in another life. I wonder what the fuck Jack did. Probably laughed when I did it. The thing I've noticed about this place is the profound effect it's had on the zombies. They seem to be getting more intelligent by leaps and bounds, Lucy being the prime example. She hid and threw another zombie in her path so that he would forcibly sacrifice himself for her safety. That was uncharacteristic of the other zombies we'd seen, and I can only hope she was an aberration. I'll have to ask Jack if he's seen any improvements on his enemy. We'd just survived an encounter with another heretofore unknown opponent, something we'd been calling Whistlers, their grotesquerie leading us all to believe that they were never human and had instead come here from another world, or perhaps an experiment gone awry. There was just too much wrong with them to have ever worn our skin. The disconcerting way that their joints swung wasn't even the worst of it. The white folds on their heads and the dark skin on the lower portion of their faces, coupled with the ear-piercing whistles they seemed to use for communication, brought the startling abnormality of them into focus. They had no discernible eyes or ears, and they ate their enemies. Were they extraterrestrial? Demons? Shit. For all we knew, they could be the original inhabitants of this land, and we were the invaders. We're the strangers in this land. They were the ones riding motorcycles. Can't imagine beings from Planet X coming across the galaxy and hopping on a hog. This could be their world, although I did have a hard time imagining such a tall, thin figure driving one of those minivans we'd passed. That doesn't make much sense. There was more evidence this world wasn't theirs. Like the army barricade. But it was safe to assume they were making a case for possession. I smiled grimly, thinking about a Whistler parent driving a minivan, turning around to tell Squishhead Jr. to stop teasing his Squishhead sister while they head to the mall to buy matching gas masks. It appeared that either sunlight or something in the air affected them profoundly because they were completely covered up in heavy leather gear and gas masks. Normally that would be to our advantage, but they'd found ways to deal with their limitations, indicating a high level of intelligence. Well, that and their incredible weapons, one of which found its way into my possession. Traded out my destroyed M-16 for one, hoping it would be an upgrade.
won't know until I take some practice shots. Jack seems to know his way around a motorcycle. If I could have fit myself behind Trip, I would have. I have no problem with being called double bitch. Myself, I'm much more comfortable behind the wheel of a jeep or a truck. Not much margin for error on two wheels, and if you knew anything about me, you'd know I have lots of error margin when I drive. We're heading toward a city named Atlantis. Why? I don't know. It seems the army here was doing its best to stop the population from getting there, so we assume that it's important for some reason. A safe haven? Is it the origin of this shitstorm? No clue. But like I said, there's a good possibility that we'll find some people there, and more importantly, some answers. Jack and I have become fast friends out of necessity, but we'd both trade this union in a heartbeat to get back to our loved ones. He'd left Lynn behind, and I'd left Tracy. We'd touched briefly on each other's plight and fears for what was happening to them. But that's not a guy's forte. Expressing feelings, I mean. We had our course of action. Go to Atlantis and somehow get the answers that would take us home— That was all we needed or wanted to know.